welcome to the Design Cast, and today we're going to be talking about all things design. I'm Stephen Underwood, a student graphic designer from the UK, and every Friday we will bring you the latest news in the design world, answer your questions, and even interview designers and the like right here. You can listen to us wherever you get your podcasts, or watch us on our YouTube channel, The Design Cast Podcast. So our main topic for today is, how do you know if... Sorry, let me rephrase that. So our topic for today is, do you need tools to design? Now, what I mean by that is, what tools do you need as a beginner, especially to actually do graphic design or design? Now, this is one of those very controversial topics, which I think we should explain. Um, Basically, as you'll know, if you work in the industry as a full-time creative, industry standard for software and tools is generally the Adobe Creative Suite, which can be quite a hefty price, about £60, $60 a month, wherever you are in the world, which can be quite a hefty price. Um, So we're going to be talking about things like that and how you can actually save a bit of money and get a bit of bang for your buck. Excuse me a minute. Not sponsored. Just want to say while we're here is this fruit juice by Robinsons, I think it is reversed on stream, is absolutely amazing. It's lovely. Anyway, sorry, very off topic there. Um, so, yeah, basically, Adobe software and software like that can be very expensive, so I want to try and save you a bit of that money and get the best for your buck. So, starting off with software. Adobe, as I said, can be very expensive. There's student discounts, school discounts. If you're part of a business, you can pay for your employees. There's certain ways to get cheaper discounts. There's always offers on in the new year, things like that. So that could be a way to go, or you can buy individual softwares. But if you buy the whole suite, it can be quite hefty. Anyway, so I'm going to move on to now some free alternatives. And I'm not going to list them all because there's way too many out there. But if you just do a search for Photoshop Free or Photoshop Alternative on Google or the App Store, depending on what device you're using, there'll be plenty of things out there. So just to let you know, though, there is a Photoshop and Lightroom and Illustrator, and I think there might be a couple more um, Adobe softwares on the iPad. So you can actually get them, but you still have to have an Adobe subscription to use them. So... Basically, as things like um, Photopea, which is a Photoshop alternative on the web. I don't personally recommend it because it is slow, but it has a lot of the features. However, if you want a free alternative, you can open a PSD, something like that, it works. Um, there's software like GIMP, which is another free Photoshop alternative, it's actually a software. Um, then there's Canva, which I talked about in last week's podcast. And there's also things like um, Vectinator, which is an amazing vector piece of software, similar to Adobe Illustrator. Unfortunately, though, it is only on Apple, not on Windows. Works on Mac, iPad, and I think iPhone as well. Um, and for things like Lightroom, there's an alternative similar. It's called Snapseed on mobile, and there's loads of different alternatives on mobile for editing photos, a bit like Lightroom. And I'm not 100% sure, but I do believe you can use Lightroom without a subscription on mobile, but I might not be right with that. But the point I'm trying to get at is there is many alternatives out there. So if you want to save a bit of money on software, that's fine. But the key thing I want to stress in today's podcast is you don't need the software to actually create good design or art. 
you know, if you're an artist especially, if you can put pen or pencil to paper, you can start, you're fine. If you're a designer, it's a little bit more tricky because designers, especially graphic designers, tend to go more with graphical and digital approach, which is what most graphic designers are comfortable with, and I'm one of them, I admit. But we all have to start from that base of sketching, drawing, coming up with ideas. So any designer, any photographer, potentially any artist will need to start with pencil or pen and paper. And most people can afford that or will have that line around anyway. You don't need fancy pencils or fancy paper, at least to start with, unless you're going to do beautiful paintings or oil drawings or whatever. That doesn't matter unless you're doing advanced sort of art techniques. So then it comes on to art supplies. Art supplies can be very expensive, sort of paint, oil, pastels, pencils. But the good thing about art supplies is obviously things like paints now will run out over time but they will last a lot longer if you keep them going. So pencils you could have for years and they'd be fine. Or pens, paints, not such, pastels maybe. There's multiple art supplies out there, but don't always go with the most expensive and think, oh, they're amazing, they've got so many good reviews, I've heard people talk about them. If you know they're good, you've used them, then maybe. But if you really want to try and save a bit of money but not get really bad equipment, I'd say sort of go in the middle ground. Um, so yeah, you know, you just got to keep trying to make sure that you get cheaper alternatives. But this isn't all about, oh, we're going to do design and art really cheaply. Because then if you look at photography, it's a completely different story. If you're a filmmaker or a photographer, things change completely. And I also know this from experience. The camera you are listening and watching me on now is £700. Yes, that's right. It costs me £700. And it's very compact. If you want to look it up, it's the Sony ZV-1. Um, fairly new camera. Yes, that would put the price up as well. But £700 camera... I do think it's worth it because it's 4K and it's brilliant. Just to let you know when you're looking at me now, if you are watching on our YouTube channel, it isn't 4K just because of how I'm setting up the stream here. But that was a big investment and I had to decide, did I really want that because I mainly use it for YouTube, really, YouTube and podcasts and things like that. So I thought, is that investment really worth it? And yes, it's paid off because I made product advertisements, had a little bit of fun with it. And also taking really good photos on it as well. On the other hand, my other camera that I am sort of regretting a little bit now cost around £300, I think, at the time. Which seems like a lot, but when you actually strip it back, the particular camera I've got, which is a Canon 4000D, it isn't actually that good of a camera. It takes photos, it's good quality, don't get me wrong, but... The kit lens it comes with isn't great, especially for zoom. Um, sometimes it has a bit of distortion occasionally. Um, and the focus and um, focus and sort of blurring isn't great neither. It doesn't have sort of doesn't isn't very steady, it can shake quite easily and blur the image. So the steadiness and focus is something that's quite hard about that camera as well. But that's £300, so if I wanted to get a better photo or a better camera, it could cost me £500 or upwards, which I'm not doing anytime soon. But it just goes to show how if you really want to commit to what you're doing, 
you will along the line have to spend a little bit more money than you really want to as long as you've got that money of course because I'm not suggesting people take out loans or just pay for things willy-nilly because you have to be certain you know what you want and that's why this podcast episode is so important today because you have to be certain you need what you need so currently at my setup if you're watching on youtube i know you can't see it because i can't actually show you but i have a 800 pound camera i have a ring light which is about 20 pounds and i have my microphone about another 40 pounds i have my mac here that i use on a daily basis um for my designing work that cost me about a thousand pound so you see all the kit added up together is very expensive but if you save up and you know that's what you want and that's what you need to be productive and actually work well or to use certain software or whatever you will be fine but it's just getting to that point of deciding what you really need especially if you're starting out a little bit like me on a budget because I've really struggled to gain some of these over time but I'm really pleased with what I have and luckily as a student I have a free license for the Adobe Suite at the moment um, so that does benefit me in that respect but if you are really starting out and you have no money and you want to explore design art there's many websites many applications that are free and a pen and a piece of paper really doesn't cost that much so yeah I think that is pretty much all of the topic um, don't have any questions in yet but do remember if you want to send your questions in um, you can send them to the designcast podcast at gmail.com that's the designcast podcast at gmail.com so if you send your questions in there about anything design photography drawing art software anything you want to know send them in there and i'll answer them in the next podcast or as soon as i can um so just a little heads up at the end of this design cast um slightly off topic um i've been working on a very big on me very big a level project um on railway safety and transport i've been working on an animation that i can't quite share with you yet but i have got some amazing news that i can share soon and if you want to hear more and see more about that that will be on my main youtube channel stephen underwood or previously known Stephen Underwood Design. You can also look on my Instagram for information about that, stevie.graphics. Um, so yeah, I think that's going to be about it for today's podcast. Um, thanks for tuning in. And don't forget you can visit our website, thedesigncastpodcast.com. And like I said, send in your questions to thedesigncastpodcast at gmail.com. So thank you for listening or watching, and I'll see you in the next one.